Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Twitch Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Uh, what are you going to do? Lose 3-2 in a shootout to the New York Rangers. I personally thought they should be able to beat the Rangers uh, with basically their full blue line and their top two centers and Farabee and JVR and not much else in terms of NHL regulars, but... Uh, they just weren't really able to get much going on offense tonight, and we've we've talked a lot about the um, the team's inability to just like pull the trigger and shoot. But there's an there's another issue. Now they just need to shoot more. They need to just see the goalie and say fuck it, I'm letting it rip. But their inability to get shots through. Uh, they came into the game as the team with the highest percentage, or third, excuse me, third highest percentage of shots that either miss the net or get blocked, and I can't imagine that they fell in those standings after this performance. It looked like John Tortorella's Rangers in 2014 uh, with the amount of blocked shots and all the misses and everything tonight. It was uh, a disappointing, disappointing outcome. Um, the go-ahead go goal, awesome, awesome freaking play by Artemi Panarin. Uh, and he should have been covered, but that that rebound by Carter Hart was bad. Um, shootout, what can you do? It's the shootout. Couturier scores first, you know, two Rangers score. Such is life. Just, uh, it's, it's disheartening to see the season going this way, at least for the time being. They're going to have basically the same lineup in Lake Tahoe against the Bruins. Can't imagine that going very well. Um... But, hey, they get a point, and we talked a lot uh, earlier, you know, before the before the COVID break, about how important it was for this team to be, you know, to be logging those points they were uh, picking up. And even though we weren't in love with the process, uh, the Flyers weren't playing their best hockey, we now see how important it was to bank those points because... You're supposed to beat the Rangers. You come away with one. Now you're in a situation you have to go play the Bruins with a very depleted lineup. Uh, hey, it's a weird-ass season. Thank God they got all those wins when they did because they're going to need to rely on uh, those standings standings points as they move forward while they're working on getting the rest of their lineup back. I don't have a ton on this one. This, was, this game was boring as shit. So let us get to your comments. Let me scroll up. Get some of the early ones here. Rough day for Philly sports. I don't think so. Like, you know, Flyers get a point. Wentz didn't want to be here, so he got traded. Uh, you know, just another day. Like, this is no rougher than any other day. Just happy to be here, honestly. You know what? The fact that they're back and playing, I definitely was excited, or at least looking forward to having this again. Uh, being able to come in, talk to all of you on the post game, obviously. Uh, that was, it, it's cool. It's, it's, 
when it gets taken away from you, you miss it. Now, will I say I didn't enjoy having some time to myself, some free nights, some time after work, uh, time to spend with the wife, etc.? Absolutely, but I do enjoy this, and obviously I'm a Flyers fan. It is nice to be back. At least, at least they're playing. Fix the power play and or shoot the puck and or fix the power play by shooting the puck. Especially with the way they're set up at this point. Uh, and it, it's hard to really get to blame the power play when there's very few NHL regulars even in the lineup tonight. Uh, but just the setup of the thing, everyone on their strong side. Uh, I think Brad Keffer, I believe, online or on Twitter commented like, and no one can take a one-timer, no one can, the passing lanes are harder, like, everything is just more difficult. Yes, you can play the puck along the boards easier on your forehand, absolutely. Everything else is more difficult, and, man, when, you know you're not gonna be making any tic-tac-toe plays with these hodgepodge lineups, like, the chemistry just isn't there, they've been practicing together one day, fuck it, just put everyone in position to take shots, and that's the opposite of what they were doing tonight. The power play, we can talk about the way this team played, um, you know, the lack of NHL players, etc. Fuck, man, the power play comes through in this one, they win. Like, that's all there is to it. They had plenty of opportunities, power play, special teams come through, they win this game, they win it in regulation. So, uh, good night for the kill, um, especially on that, um, overtime penalty. You rarely see overtime penalties get killed in the four-on-three, so that was cool. Uh, they give up the one on the Hayes, on the Hayes penalty. That was the most predictable, like, power play goal. When you take a bad penalty like that, it always ends up in the back of the net. Like, just the way it goes. But, man, if special teams come through tonight, they win in regulation. And it's, it's, that's a very frustrating thing. And we can lean on the amount of guys who are out. Like, yeah, power play's probably not gonna look good without Jake or JVR, you know, but... Still, shoot the fucking puck. Look at the TOIs. Barely rolled three lines. Yeah, it kind of way. Yeah, uh, now that you mention it, let's give that a look. Let's check out the box score real fast here. Uh, uh, if this will come up anytime soon. Where you have Flyers. Hey, the Devils won. That was cool. At least the Bruins lost. That's always nice when the Bruins lose. Flyers didn't. Flyers actually uh, yeah, so let's see these, uh, you know, like, Andrioff, nine minutes. Sam Moran, 6.32. Shushko, 5.55. Kacha, 10.58. Bunneman, 10.40. Yeah, like, look at these. Raffle, 20.33. Hayes, 22.05. Couturier, 23.39. JVR, 21.46. And Farabee, 2118. Like, yeah, the top six forwards were basically top four defensemen tonight playing all 20-plus minutes. Um, man, another 20, 27-38 for Provorov. Dude is a fucking machine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they were just, a, they were shorthanded tonight. And I, I fully recognize that. My issue with it is all the issues that were like, okay, we're winning, we're shooting a high percentage, all well and good. Well, a couple of those high-skilled guys come out of the lineup, and suddenly the same issues exist, but they don't have the high shooting percentage to make up for it. That's that's kind of where my frustration comes from. H again, happy to get a point, but when the problems are the same, suddenly it's like, well, is it the players or is it the coaching? And I've been an AV supporter, uh, but 
uh, maybe the staff, we gotta look at some things. This power play, it needs a change of direction. All those Jake and G naysayers, this is what they look like without them happy now. That was, honestly, I was very confident going into this one because I just assumed, I just assumed that because Jake and G weren't in the lineup, the Flyers would win and then that annoying section of Twitter would be able to be like, see, they can win without them. But it was not to be my Negadelphian, my Negadelphian perspective. They looked so good for five or six minutes. Yeah, they score 59 seconds in. You know, I'm on You Better, You Better earlier. I'm giving my hockey picks for the show. And uh, I have the over at five and a half. It seemed like a good bet. Flyers score a minute in. I'm like, okay, we're on pace for a good one here. And then basically everybody fell asleep. Was that not a boring fucking game? Like, my God. Nothing happened. Not just some some stupid penalties on both sides, like nothing interesting, like not even not even like a dirty hitter. I mean, you don't want to see anyone get hurt or anything, but like nothing interesting happened in that entire game. Uh, the Panarin pass on the go ahead Rangers goal, um, and the Panarin shootout goal, and uh, and the Couturier shootout goal. Those were the only interesting things that happened. Robert Haig, I will say, had maybe a shift or two. Uh, where he laid a really good hit, board-shaking hit, and then made a nice defensive play down low. It might have been on the same shift. Um, made a nice defensive play down low, got down, uh, but not out. Didn't take himself out by starfishing. Just went down into the slide position and took away a passing lane and made a good takeout play. Uh, and Robert Haig, I will say, did two interesting things, perhaps on one shift, which for this game, fuck, that's saying something. Well, at least they're back and got a point. Yeah, I, I, end of the day, I guess that's all we can really take from this one is they're back, they got a point. And what else could you ask for when you got a bunch of dudes who the coach probably doesn't even know their names on the bench? But judging on the TOI, he was only calling guys whose names he knew. All you need is Coots, Hayes, Provy, and an AHL team. Yeah, you could have, in a season, you could have 82 points with that lineup. I really do not understand what A.V. was thinking, putting Hayes in the shootout. Why not Farabee? Why not? I, who cares? I, like, yeah, it was, sure, Farabee. Like, Hayes cashed in on quite a few breakaways last season. Let us not forget. Like, I, does it matter? Like, yeah, I guess he could have scored. It's, it's all, it's a coin flip. It's the shootout. I, I'm not getting, of all the things that happened tonight, I'm not getting too up in arms about that one. I forgot Patrick was in the game until he got that penalty after drifting away from his mark in OT. Yeah, it, um, yeah, he's, man, Nolan Patrick, I get why he's on the power play, but he is kind of just, I don't know. Ugh. I hope Bruins overlook us as a half AHL squad. Hey, the Bruins just lost to the fucking Devils tonight. Like, anything can happen. I'm resigned to it being a crazy season like this, but I just hope the games are more enjoyable than this one as the season continues. Listen, we gotta get through Sunday in Lake Tahoe, and then I assume uh, the quarantine periods will be over and most of the team will be back. That was, like, that was a shit show, honestly. That, it wasn't farcical to the point of, you know, a practice squad running back playing quarterback, but it was... You know, they didn't have an NHL lineup tonight. It's just, it's a fucked up year. That move by Coots in the shootout, fire. It was sick. 
Uh, I feel like he's tried that a time or two before. I feel like that's his one go-to move. And having a young goalie in there, it was uh, it paid off for him. Hasn't seen it before. Sunday should be physical, if nothing else. That's a good point. If you're this depleted and you have this few guys who can like go out and really make a play, go out and really make a difference for you with the puck on their stick, um, the the strategy should be send all these dudes out, not head hunting to like you know injure people, but just set a physical tone. Like, go out there and see if we can just beat them in a fight. And I don't mean, like, a fist fight. Yes, fist fights might happen. But see if you can turn the game into a rock fight of sorts and uh, win ugly. Like, the first goal tonight. Make that the entire game. Uh, A scramble, just uh, not hockey. Something else. Some other game that isn't hockey. Like, a combination of rugby and shinny. You know, make it just a... uh, make it a shit show like really go out there with the idea of we're gonna try to run them through the boards for the whole first period and see how that goes for us because man i uh what with this lineup how are you gonna beat the fucking boston bruins they're 0 four against them with their full lineup this year i guess not full lineup couturier didn't play in any of those games as you know we've discussed but you know like just go out there and out of him and maybe that'll work for you. Maybe Brad Marchand will lick somebody and get suspended for life, you know, because of COVID. Who knows? I thought Myers looked good tonight. Guess he's recovered. Yeah, Myers, I thought he made some good plays in the neutral zone. Overall, I thought the defense was pretty good. Like, listen, you you have nothing on offense. You're rolling two lines. Uh, it's... I, I thought the, all the defensemen, I thought Ghost looked pretty good tonight. Uh, I... I I have few complaints about the regulars tonight. It's just the fact that they didn't have enough. However, they need to shoot the fucking puck more. Why does it seem like Provy is a bit hesitant to let a shot rip? That pass from Coots in the third, he just needed to fire the puck instead of cradle, then shoot. It's robotic. Yeah, I just think he's... He he does get his shot through a lot. And that, uh... It's kind of what has made him... For the play, even though he's not actually, like, good on the power play, he has put up goals and points there. I think it's because he takes his time and ensures it gets through. But, yeah, sometimes when you just need to let it rip, you want you want somebody who's more of a risk taker. The Flyers might have the best taxi squad in the league, and damn, I hope it's back to normal after Sunday, but I'm still conflicted tonight, not angry. No, I'm not angry about this one. I mean, I'm angry I watched a 65-minute game and then have to do post-game, and they, it was boring as shit, but what can he expect when one team only has two lines? I do worry about the shot totals. Underlying numbers are worrisome. I, like, I... I think they can still get back to what they were last season. I'm not worried about that. Um, the Their inability when they do take shots, it's more so than the shot totals, it's their inability to get shots through uh, and get them on net that, that bothers me more than anything else. Like, I think this team will eventually get to where it was from a possession perspective, and they were pretty good tonight in that regard. Granted, the Rangers fucking suck, but this was not the full roster, so... You know, you take one with the other. Um, I I just, I am baffled by how many shots get blocked every game. How many times they miss the net every game. It's unbelievable. 
Concha skates well. I wouldn't mind him as a 13th or 14th forward. No, they have a lot of guys and be, you know, at least like what Bunneman was last year, that level of, yeah, I think Bunneman has progressed a bit, at least enough so that you can bring him in and go, okay, our fourth line's fine with him. But like guys who can come in and at least don't look out of place on a fourth line, uh, but when like six of them are in the lineup together and it's your whole bottom six, like what are you going to do? I picture Gene Braun being back Wednesday at least. I'm hoping as many guys are, are back as possible, man. This is, eh, that was brutal tonight. Moran dropped the left glove and I thought it was happening. So that's what I wanted. Samuel Moran. Did he have a hit tonight? Oh, where are we here? Hits. Samuel Moran, where'd you go, kid? Oh, he had two. I just, man, uh, I guess I was just expecting something else. Playing forward, getting it in the forecheck. Like, I'm glad he's not crushing people from behind and doing stupid shit, but I don't know. I could use a little bit more entertainment out of Samuel Moran, is all I'm saying. Is there any reason not to just let the likes of Moran, Sushko, Kacha, etc. just play an actual game rather than five to eight minutes? Give them a chance to do some something since they're here. I mean, if the coach just doesn't trust him and he has guys he trusts, I I, I feel you. It's the Rangers. It's the regular season. Um, maybe let them have a little bit more of a leash and earn some of that, you know, let them, give them a chance to make some deposits in that bank account that AV told us about last year. Give them a chance to, uh, uh, it's hard to say. You're trying to win every game. That's all. If you really don't think they can do anything for you, it's hard to say, well, just give them a chance when, it's so easy to hide the guys when it's just one line or it's just one of those dudes, then you can let them have their time on ice. But when it's like a line plus two-thirds of another line and you're bumping other guys up into the top six, it's it's a different story. It's I guess it's just harder to hide that many players. You have to literally hide them on the bench. Um, but... At the same time, you're going to have to play another game with all these guys. So why not at least give them the opportunity to show you who's worth dressing again and who maybe we have to look at bringing in something else. So yeah, I do agree there. Why not give them the chance tonight and then you have a better idea of what you should be doing on Sunday. That's true. I agree with that. Fletch should put a call in to Joey Mullen and see if he's available. Let him know Hexy's gone and he can eat all the pizza and chicken wings he wants without having to spy on people so long as the power play scores. Yeah, they need to fix this power play, man. Like, And again, I, I realize the problems with the power play tonight are a lot of personnel related. But it didn't look that much different than the full roster's power play, so... It's hard to it's hard to just write it off as that when we've been seeing this for more than just this game. They should keep Mor- Moran at defense. Why? He's not that good. Who cares? If there was ever a time that we needed Patrick to step up, it was tonight. Yeah, I don't think Patrick is a is in step up. Like I just don't think he's that kind of player. At least not right now. Um, if you put maybe two really good wingers with him, he could be a useful, you know, third guy on that line. 
but I, he definitely ain't carrying a line. That's we know that. I you know he's. I was hoping to see a little bit more from him. Um, I thought. Like, early in the season, he showed some flashes, and it was like, oh, okay, he looks pretty good considering he hasn't played. And then I thought he started to fall off, and it was like the grind of the season. It's no longer the excitement, the adrenaline of being back in the lineup, and it was the grind of the season really starting to get to him. Um, 11 days off, little time to recover. I guess it's tough if you're not able to skate and things. Uh... I was hoping to see maybe a little bit more of an energized Patrick tonight, a little bit more of the Patrick we saw in the beginning of the season. Uh, That was not to be, however. Do you think any of the Taxi Squad guys could showcase themselves Sunday and possibly open up a trade possibility for a serviceable D-man? Watching Gus just hand the puck to the other team is fucking brutal. What kind of defenseman are you going to get for a guy who, like isn't good enough to start for this team. Like, what? what's serviceable then? You're not getting someone better than Eric Gustafson. Like, you're not. Justin Braun, like, you're not getting someone better than those guys. So, no, you're not getting anything for Taxi Squad players. Beer of the night, Bill? Oh, I'm, I have uh, taken a little easy tonight. Cracked a Miller just for, uh, just for the show, but taking it easy tonight. Moran did have a really good third-period neutral zone takeaway, but he got mugged by three Rangers after gaining the zone. I did notice that. he. Uh, I think he cut off a pass, and then he, I liked seeing him. Uh, long strider. I, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, up, the, up the right wing boards with the puck, and then he just ran into a bunch of traffic. Uh, and, like... Uh, I, I was I was very surprised by the broadcast not being like, and he fails to get it deep. I love I just love any fails to get it deep when a guy's trying to make a play. Granted, like a fourth liner should just get it deep. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I like seeing him use his long strides up the boards. Maybe that's something. Um, maybe that's something he can build on. Come to think of it, Ghost looked pretty good tonight too. That's a positive to take away. Ghost has looked good since he's come back, except for one game where he's just a disaster with the puck. It looked like. I, I don't know, it looked like he had, like, both of his hands were frostbitten or something. Every time he touched it, he just looked exhausted and just handed it over to the other team. But other than that one game, uh, I, I think he's been really good. Uh, he hasn't been dynamic. I'm just, like, I just think he needs, like, one lucky bounce to pick up a fucking goal and, like, suddenly being lucky will make him good. Like, I just think that'll... We know how much confidence weighs on... Like, how big confidence is in his game. If he just got, like, something lucky to happen for him, um, maybe he could take his game to that next level. But he's been pretty damn good since he's come into the lineup. Yeah, Ghost looks so much better in the past two years. Agreed. Uh, and maybe this is. Like, maybe he really was hurt. Uh, that's it. It doesn't give me a lot of long-term confidence in him, a player at his size that has suffered the amount of uh, wear and tear he has over the years that it won't be an ongoing issue for him, but, you know, it's good to see him at least contributing right now. Seems obvious, but Hart gets the start on Sunday. Yeah, Yeah, he's playing. I can't imagine. They should recall the germ from the KHL. That'll solve all the problems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd uh, he'd come over and make a difference, let me tell you. Ghost has been better than both Haig and Gus combined, if that means much. I mean, he has, but, like, that's a bad comparison. <laughs> like, I, like I, I can't even say, like, Haig started the year um, absolutely 
terrible. Just looked fucking awful. But he's had a couple of games recently where I think he's been better. Alright, we're gonna call it there, guys. Not a lot going on tonight. Like, that was a boring fucking game. Uh, whatever. We'll be back on Sunday. Actually, there will be no post-game on Sunday. Uh, we are going to record a special post-outdoor game full episode of BSH. So, it's gonna be me, Charlie, Kelly, and Steph. All four of us recording an episode of BSH. Uh, rather than doing the typical live post game, uh, we didn't get to a uh, we didn't get to do an episode this week. Just a lot going on over at SB Nation, a lot going on with all of us individually. Uh, so we were able to uh, decide let's let's just do a fucking full post game podcast. So you'll be able to you'll be able to hear that it'll drop shortly after the game. All right, that for you on the BSH Radio Twitch Live post game. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. Click subscribe and boom, all sorts of content delivered to you pretty much daily throughout the season. Um, hey, you know what else is important? Not just subscribing and listening. You guys are great at that. We really appreciate it. Leave us some good reviews, too. Uh, when, when when you hit subscribe or when you go to listen on, on your podcast player, you know, click that little five-star review, write some nice words, because that really helps with the, whatever, you know, the algorithm is for rankings of podcasts, all that nonsense. Maybe it doesn't matter to you, but it matters to us, so we'd greatly appreciate it if you'd help us out there. All right, I did my spiel. That's it. Have a great week, everybody.